we'd all like to live to a ripe old age, but we don't want to just live longer. We want to live healthier and better. My guests today are in their 80s, and they say that they have found the secret. What is it? Well, we're going to tell you in just a minute. Hello, and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. I am so excited because I have such wonderful guests today, Bob and Fran German, all the way from North Carolina. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Thank Robin. You. Appreciate uh, your inviting us. You two have, first of all, you look fantastic, both of you. You're in your early 80s, and you just look great. Uh, so I just want to get that out there right away. But I think what you have done is incredible. You have changed your life, changed your diet, and you also make sure that you incorporate movement into your life. And you've actually sort of unlocked the key to the fountain of youth here. So I know that you went vegan about 15 years ago. What led you to that? Well, it all started in uh, the fall of 1992 when I was diagnosed with an incurable, uh, that, that's a, that's yeah, in incurable yeah. neuromuscular disease called myasthenia gravis. It's um, not as common as some other uh, neuromuscular diseases, but it's very, very debilitating. So much so that I had to stop working and I couldn't drive. Um, I, sometimes I was so weak, I couldn't talk. I couldn't hold my head up. Um, I was on serious medications for many years. And I was given really no hope. I was told that I would never get better, that I would not live as long as I would have without the disease. And I'd always stubborn person. And I don't like that kind of a, a diagnosis. So I kept searching for ways to get better. And um, we lived in South Florida at the time. And with the three counties, there must have been millions of people. And I never met another person with myasthenia gravis. Then in 2006, we moved to, or 2003, we moved to Hendersonville, North Carolina, population 10,000. And the first week we're here, Bob sees in the newspaper that there's a myasthenia gravis support group at the local hospital. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So we started going to these meetings every month, and I really didn't learn much. Uh, met other people who were even sicker than me because I noticed that most of them, if not all of them, had more than one disease. Because I had done everything to keep myself as healthy as possible, I fortunately didn't develop any other diseases like heart disease, cancer, diabetes. Then, but I didn't learn anything at these meetings and they served really unhealthy snacks, you know, cookies and chips. And, and then one month, you know, there's an expression when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. Well, one month, a dietitian came from Asheville and he showed with a slide presentation how even something as innocuous as white meat chicken compromises the immune system. And this is what we've been eating. We've been eating chicken and fish and turkey, um, boring, tasteless, unimaginative meals, thinking we were eating healthy. He recommended that we read the China study by T. Colin Campbell and Diet for a New America by John Robbins. I went home, got both books, read them cover to cover, 
and immediately changed my diet. Now, about the same time, Bob had developed um, a health issue, and I'll let him tell you briefly what that was. Yeah, mine isn't as dramatic as friends, <laughs> but uh, I have always tried to keep in shape, and I was uh, doing some race walking. This is a very uh, uh, energetic type of uh, walking, and uh, I was working out with some young women who were actually Olympic hopefuls in that event. And so we could actually walk faster than most people could jog. And uh, I would take the same path over and over again. I, I was to do maybe eight or 10 miles a day. And then I switched to a different surface and I developed a, a pain in, in my groin. I went to my local urologist and he said, I, I can't find anything there, but you're not a real complainer and I'm concerned. Let's do a CAT scan. So we did a CAT scan and sure enough, he pointed out that I had a growth on the outside of my left kidney. He said, uh, you need to go to a specialist for this. And I went to the Duke Medical Center in, uh, in Durham, North Carolina. So that's a world famous uh, hospital and they specialize in cancer treatment. So, I had a cryoablation surgery done. That's where they freeze off the tumor. And then after that, he could take a biopsy. He didn't want to do it before uh, the surgery because he was worried if he did, it could spread. And so he did say, unfortunately, that I uh, had uh, renal cell carcinoma, can kidney cancer. So, as we drove home from Durham, North Carolina to our home in uh, Western North Carolina, it was a four hour drive. And at that point, and the doctor didn't say, you know, you should change something in your life. You should do something different. And, but he uh, did say that that kind of cancer is known to come back. Yeah, so we decided together to make a commitment to really go for an all out healthy change in our lifestyle. That included food, that included exercise, it included a lot of strategies that we now incorporate. And we have stuck to that. So that's sort of our story. It was a matter of wanting to prevent disease, in my case, from coming back. And in Fran's case, it was a matter of wanting to reverse a serious chronic illness. And so we just said, we've got to do something. And the doctors didn't tell us to change no. uh, because uh, they really don't have a lot of background in nutrition or exercise. Yeah. Uh, That's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. But and I, so I did want to mention, though, that in the group that I, the support group, I was the only one who switched their diet as a result of hearing that nutritionist. And unfortunately, the several friends that I had in the group all died within the next year or so, not from myasthenia gravis, but from heart disease, cancer, or That's diabetes, because they didn't change their diet. So... Um, that's, our that's, that's a great story. And you look and you say you feel better than ever today. Oh, yeah. We literally, Robin, we literally have endless energy. 
and uh, we're, we, we're fortunate. We, we really don't get sick. Uh, we could, couldn't, re we tried to remember the last time we had a cold and we couldn't, it's been years. And we did this when we were in our 60s. Yeah. So it's never too late. Well, no matter if you're 28 or 82, you, anybody out there can make a change for the better and uh, substitute healthful habits for not so healthful habits. And you say, Fran, that you were still trying to eat, relative, you thought you were still eating fairly healthy. I, did, I, didn't, you were yeah, I didn't know any better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So how hard, how easy was it to switch to a vegan diet? And did you miss anything? Okay, first let me say that we use the word vegan loosely because we really do believe that you could be a junk food vegan. I mean, there's so much food out there that's not healthy, that doesn't have any animals in it. So yeah. we Chocolate. say we're whole food plant-based, but that takes so long that we use the word vegan just, you know, shorthand. But what but, we do is just eat whole grains and fruits and vegetables. And I have to tell you, Fran used to be like a so-so No, no, it's terrible cook. <laughs> a so-so cook. But now every meal is like, very high in flavor and uh, international yeah. dishes. So every meal, it's like a big deal for yeah. us. And but, we're having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, but to answer your question, Robin, when we went plant-based 15 years ago, there was a limited amount of information out there. Now, there is a ton of information on the internet, on Facebook, uh, at cookbooks. I mean, everywhere you turn, there's wonderful, amazing, delicious recipes. Now, let me just add one thing. Three years ago, we were fortunate enough to have a whole food plant-based doctor move to our area and we switched to him. And the first thing he did, the first visit was he gave us a homework assignment to read the book by T. Uh, Esselstyn Caldwell, T. Caldwell Esselstyn, hmm. Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease. Now, like I said, we thought we were at this point, we we're really eating healthy, but I was using a lot of olive oil because, you know, the Mediterranean diet says olive oil is healthy. Well, olive oil or any oil is the most condensed form of calories with the least amount of nutrition. Now, neither of us had a heart problem, but we didn't want to create one either. So after reading the book, I cut out oil and we dropped 10 pounds without trying, and we're actually eating more food now, and we don't miss it at all. People say, well, how do you, how do you cook? Use water or vegetable broth, and so my onions may not be brown <laughs> when they're sauteed, but in the end, it all tastes great. Yeah. So that, that's that another is, bonus. So how long did it take you to start to feel better? once you switch, switch to this lifestyle? Okay, I had kind of a tricky situation because I had been on prednisone for 16 years, 14 years, and not a high dose, so I never gained weight or had that moon face, but what I didn't know is that the prednisone shuts down your adrenals, and so when I tried to get off of it, I felt as bad as I did when I was at my worst point with the myasthenia, Fortunately, I visited my son in California who took us to see a doctor that he goes to who is a whole food plant-based doctor near San Diego. And he explained 
about the adrenals and he built up my adrenals first, then took me off the prednisone very, very slowly so that my body didn't, you know, you know, go back to where I was. Anyway, we, we felt better almost immediately. Um, now at first we, it was kind of hard to lose the craving for certain foods, but now I can't even imagine eating an animal. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot it. of people can't imagine not eating an animal in our exactly. country. Exactly. <laughs> giving up my steak, giving up my burgers. I mean, it's just, it's the way we eat in this country. And, yeah. you know, and I, I have to say, I'm like you, I feel like I eat pretty healthy, mostly chicken and fish. I mean, every now and then I'll have some red meat, but not very much. So what is the problem with meat? What do we, all right, we know about antibiotics, but what else is the problem with meat? that and saturated fat, we know that, but chicken, fish, they seem well, like, like the alternatives. Yeah, right? but like the nutritionist said, it compromises the immune system. Yeah, but Plus, why? But what is it about? I, I can't explain the science behind it, but I will tell you that with what's going on now with climate change and uh, the lack of uh, enough food for everybody, so much land is being used just to raise animals. We had the pleasure of going to the Amazon years ago, and forests are cleared to raise grain to feed animals. Yeah. We need the forest. Yeah. Another so. thing, uh, another reason that uh, was an afterthought for us, we changed to a plant-based diet because of our health. We did not want to be sick, especially in the third third of our lives. We wanted to live a fun and enjoyable life without having to be hooked onto doctors and tests and hospitals and all that. And so uh, we, we changed because of our, we wanted to save our own bodies. Yeah. But after that, we started realizing the impact it has, the positive impact on the environment. Mm -hmm. And we like animals. We don't want to eat animals. <laughs> we, we, we don't want to, uh, you know, we don't want to see these cows who, who know they're going to be destroyed. We don't want to see chickens all crowded in a coop, in a, in a little coop, not able to move more than a few inches right. every day. So I could go on yeah. and on. Sure, but, but that must but make I you won't. feel good. Yeah, that must thing. make you feel good. Yeah, another, another thing is that obesity has become the norm. Yeah, I mean, it has. When I, when I was you know, growing up or a young woman, size eight was the average size of a woman's dress. Now it's a size 14. Yes. Another advantage of being on a whole food plant-based diet is you never outgrow your clothes. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one too. When we you look back- You have so much energy and you, and, yeah. you, and you think so clearly. Did you find that that all changed for you as well? Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a package deal. And I know when we look at, at pictures of our trips that we took many, many years ago, my God, we're wearing the same clothes. That's incredible. You're right about the energy level. Yeah. You're right about the focus and concentration. And uh, our, our brains are very sharp. And uh, we can, you know, we can outdo people. We go hiking every day. Every Fortunately, day. we live in the mountains. Yeah. So yeah, we have, so we don't use a treadmill. We use a mountain. 
good for you. And that's another thing I want to ask you about. My husband and I are both into fitness. We met in the gym. We yeah. work out all the time. We have a gym in our basement. So that's something that's near and dear to my heart because in addition to people maybe not eating the best diet, we have a sedentary society and it's getting worse. When COVID hit, everybody just was sitting in front of their computers, you know, doing yeah. everything online. And I still think there's a lot, still a lot of that going on. People oh, have found an easy way to do things. So they're not even getting up and moving at all. Like even in an office where you might move around mm -hmm. a little bit more, it's gotten worse. And as mm -hmm. you said, the obesity crisis is incredible. And yet people say, you know, they want to take a pill or they want to find an easy fix. When, when sometimes it's just as simple as, you know, moving more and eating better. And that yeah. can change your whole, but get, why don't we hear more of that? What is going on? <laughs> because the money is in the pills. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it used to be that smoking was the, was the issues. Sitting is the new smoking. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have I have done segments on that. I, sitting is, is definitely the new smoking and mm -hmm. it can be just as detrimental. So yeah. that we just got to get people moving. And so what kind of exercises do you do as in addition to the walking? I know you did right. some yeah. so, uh, Qigong as well. Yes. Yeah. So we sort of developed a little uh, morning routine that we call our hour of power. And any, anybody can do this. So it consists of uh, uh, we do some stretching every day. And we would advise everyone out there to do some stretching. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you just have to stress. Uh, to stretch as best as you can. And then we would, we, you need to do some aerobic exercise. Walking is the easiest thing to do. Uh, so we would advise you to walk briskly as part of our hour of power. We either walk briskly or uh, we, we live in the mountains. So we, we climbed a mountain this morning. If you walk briskly for say 30 minutes, that's a, that's a great workout. If you can't get out every day, uh, we are proponents, uh, especially as you age, of chair exercises. We have our, on our YouTube channel, we have uh, chair exercises with weights for strength and uh, without weights just to build, to build a better fitness. Yeah. Were you, were so, you always uh, fitness or you just started this later in life? Oh, no. no, we were always fairly fit, but but we got into this routine yeah. as we changed our diet. We said we need to make over the whole lifestyle. So exercise is a vital part of that. So that's where we do our morning routine. It's always good to do it in the morning, we think, sort of get it over with. One other thing that we've practiced for energy is something called Qigong. So Qigong is an ancient Chinese system of health and wellness. Uh, again, on our YouTube channel, if you like, we have like 30 different follow along lessons for Qigong. But what that helps you do is just, it helps reduce stress and increase energy at the same time. It's easy to do, there's no, there's no memorization, and, and it's just, it's been our secret weapon. We I saw some videos of you and you guys were great at it. Yeah. We <laughs> used to teach classes here in town several days a week, but with COVID, we had yeah. to reinvent ourselves. Yeah. Yes, as we all have. And that's why yeah. you started the YouTube channel, right? Exactly. Because you kind of were sitting around and you thought, what can we do 
to get the word out. One thing we learned early on is you can't change anyone. You can only change yourself. Yeah. So all we can do is set a good example and hope for the best. Right. That's a good way. And, and I heard you say uh, in another video, people kind of expect, almost expect to get sick when they get old. Oh, absolutely. Getting old, you don't have to get sick. You don't need to get sick. And yet right. it's almost expected, oh, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to break down. Right. And it's, you know, tons and of it's pills. A self, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. And that's very, that's unfortunate when we have the tools within ourselves to be yeah. able to make those changes. I, I agree with you. I do have one suggestion for those of you that want to, are thinking about changing the, your diet. It might be wise to just give it a try. Just try for 45 days to eat no meat, no dairy products, and no processed food. We think how you eat is how you are going to look and how you are going to feel. See how this works for you for just 45 days. So that might be if you're sitting on the fence or you're not sure if your husband wants to do it with you, well, just do it yourself. Yeah. And just see how you feel. That's a month and a half. It's six weeks. It's not a big deal. You could try it. It's right? not. And I think it'll be so worthwhile. You know, doctors today don't talk about nutrition very much. They're not educated in it. So you have to take control of your own health, in our opinion. So it's something to think about. If you By are, the way, we've outlived four of our doctors. Yeah. No, really? Oh, that's oh, yeah. crazy. <laughs> I, you know, I think if you do make a change in diet, you should run it past your doctor. Most of them will say, well, give it a try, but I don't know if it's going to, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But uh we just found it just changed our life so profoundly. And uh, we just... Uh, By the way, we're not missing anything. No. We are eating better than ever. We have delicious, wonderful food. And, uh, and you're able to get all your nutrients because people say, oh, you don't get protein or B12 and so forth. But you, we get uh, If I had a dollar that. for every time I was asked, where do you get your protein? But... What people don't understand is that protein only comes from plants. And when you eat an animal, you're getting secondhand protein because that animal ate the plants to get protein. <laughs> and people who take protein supplements and stuff, you don't need it. Plants are loaded with protein. Doctors don't see protein deficient patients. You really are setting the example for so many people. You're, you're living the way people should live. You are, you are taking control of your health, as you said. And I know you have an expression, feel good, look good, and do good. Do good. Yes, because I know you also, another part of living healthy is giving back. Yeah. And I know that, that, that that's a big part of what you do as well. You try to give back to your community and do charitable work. And you also have right. a book. Tell us about that. Can I show it to you? Absolutely. There it is. Does it look like us? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. A great picture. What is it? So, 101 uh, ways yeah, to, to be, be young, young at any age. age. So it's, be young uh, at really, any age. it's our whole philosophy. Uh, you can buy this on Amazon. It's, it's $12 and change. But the proceeds all go to, a, uh, to fight uh, uh, child trafficking. We spend a lot of uh, time in Thailand and Southeast Asia in our lives. And uh, trafficking is sort of the dark side of that country of Thailand as it is uh, in every country. So uh, any, if you buy the book, it 
talks about a lot of the things that we've discussed here with you, Robin, and uh, all the money would go to fight uh, child trafficking. So that is a beautiful uh, it's a win-win situation. Yeah. yeah, that is really great to do. And it, and it summarizes basically everything we discussed here. So if anyone has any questions about it, they can certainly refer to the book. Again, it's 101 ways to be young at any age. I love that. And you have a YouTube channel. Where can people yeah, find yes. you there? That, that is called Young at Any Age. So if you go, to, if you go into uh, YouTube, you can, in the search bar, you could put Young at Any Age or just put Bob and Fran. And we, have, we, about, are. <laughs> we have about 200 <laughs> videos that talk about things that we personally do to be young and feel good. We have another yep. expression I want to share with you. And that's our goal in life. So our goal is to die young as late <laughs> as possible. So something to think about. I love it. You're, you're just you're such a great inspiration for so many of us. And I hope to be as healthy and as vibrant as you are when I reach my 80s. I really You're do. on the right path. You're on the right path. You do a lot That's of the right Got to get rid of that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank and you. thank you for being with me today for Living Well with Robin Stoloth and Power You to Live a Healthier Life. Be sure to subscribe and we'll let you know about our most recent episode. Until we see you next time, please stay safe and keep living well.